One of the more common explanations of the word Kedoshim, in Kedoshim to you, you shall be holy, is the concept of a separation. That the Jewish people, holy as they are, must separate themselves between the Jew and the Gentile. It doesn't mean that we should not act properly. Actually, the opposite. By acting with dignity, acting like a proper human being, we earn their respect and admiration. It also suggests that we're not supposed to adopt their culture or their lifestyle. We are special, we are distinct, and that's an inherent part of our essence. Rabbeinu Bechaye writes that we are separated from them as a result of the Torah, the Chochmat Torah, the wisdom that is acquired through the Torah, which forces us to distinguish ourselves in what we eat, the way we eat, the way we dress, our overall behavior and demeanor. And since we have been given the 613 mitzvot, the nations of the world are jealous. It's an envy that leads to sin'ah, hatred. And our rabbis actually allude to this when they ask, why is Har Chorev called Har Sinai? It's another name for Mount Sinai, is the mountain of Chorev. And they explain that Sinai is related to the term sin'ah. Shem misham yatz'ah sin'ah la'akum. From there, as a result of the Jewish people receiving the Torah, hatred went out from the pagans. They couldn't tolerate the fact that we were different, which was a direct consequence of us receiving the Torah. Our rabbis tell us that every species of animal, wild beast and fowl, bird, is constantly attached to its member species. You will not find a dog hanging out with an elephant. How does each individual animal know with whom to be attached to. If you think about it, the lion has never viewed itself in the mirror. doesn't know what it looks like. How does any creature identify the other members of its individual species? Harav Yitzchak Zilberstein Shlita writes, If an animal would have been raised alone on a deserted island, never had contact with any member of its species, Yet, when it still sets free, it's set free, it's still going to seek out members of its own species. So how does it do it? He explains that the phenomenon that's attributed to this animal is so special that every creature possesses in its subconscious an image of itself which is part of its psyche. And it's through that image that the animal knows how to seek out its own kind. And... This is no different with regards to the spiritual DNA of every Jew. Every Jew has within him a component that projects an image that he's a Jew. He knows what a Jew is supposed to look like. He knows what a Jew is supposed to do, how to behave. And it's that spiritual image that forces him to repent and to return to Hashem and connect with God. We see, unfortunately, that many of our Jewish brothers have no idea they're totally clueless about their heritage. If they're unaware of their past, how could they ever return? Surely, though, they must have some force. There's something that must motivate their return. In order to have a desire to serve Hashem, one must generate within himself a feeling that acknowledges how amazing it is to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How does someone who doesn't possess a Jewish identity develop this feeling? What is he supposed to do? So here is a parable. A hunter once passed a farm and noticed a large chicken coop. 
he looked inside and saw a large eagle alongside the many chickens. This surprised him. Eagles are not found in chicken coop. They uh, don't belong with chickens. After inquiring uh, concerning what he saw, he discovered that the farmer was to be blamed or credited. Apparently, one day, the farmer, whose breadth of knowledge concerning various species of fowl was very limited, he found a small gray chick lying on the ground. And this farmer picked up the gray chicken and placed it upon um, among the other chickens. The eagle grew up to maturity. Its knowledge of fowl was only limited to chickens. And as a result, it did everything like a chicken. Not attempt to fly, because chickens don't fly. And it lived its life as if it was a chicken. Now, the visiting hunter knew his birds and saw a, magnific a magnificent eagle here, capable of flying high in the sky. The power that it had surpassed any other bird. It was the king of birds. The eagle is the most powerful of its species. Yet, this eagle was like a chicken. It was doing nothing. It could be flying high and mighty, but it wasn't. Taking pity on the eagle, the hunter asked the farmer if he could sell him this gray chicken. The farmer said, yeah, sure, but you have to pay me according to its weight, which is the, uh, I guess, the value of or currency of selling chickens. And the hunter agreed. And a mature eagle was well worth its weight. As far as the farmer was concerned, the eagle was nothing more than an overweight chicken. So the hunter left with this beautiful eagle, and when allowed uh, outside of its residence, the eagle didn't move, didn't soar, didn't fly. It flapped its wings like a chicken and walked along with its master. The next morning at sunrise, the hunter took the eagle to a high mountain peak. And he promptly threw the eagle off the mountain. And all of a sudden, shocked to be in the air with nothing to stand on, the eagle began flapping its wings wildly. It flapped and flapped and flapped until it picked up enough thrust to fly. And at last, the eagle was back home in the sky where it belonged. Many of us have been raised or have allowed ourselves to live like chickens. Our lives revolve around fun, aimless activity, which takes us nowhere. We have lost our Jewish identity. Sadly, we don't even care. Each and every Jew must be made aware of his or her noble heritage. We are not chickens. As children of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, children of Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Veleah, holy matriarchs and patriarchs, we are different. We have been designated by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be distinct, to be set apart, to set an example for the world, to copy us, to be spiritual eagles, not chickens. The faster we're able to recognize and be cognizant of this idea, the faster and the quicker we understand and internalize what it means to be Kedoshim to you, there is no question and no doubt in my mind that we will soar to spiritual heights never seen before. Shabbat Shalom.